The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Long time no see. Hey there. I haven't seen you in forever. How have you been? I've been great. It's like we did three podcasts in two days. (laughs) I know, right? You spent the day over here and then we do, we spent four hours on a podcast Thursday night when we recorded with Wes because we spent Mm -hmm. two hours online and two hours offline just talking with him offline afterwards. I didn't even realize we were talking for two hours offline. Yeah, because we it was like, I mean, Hetero Life Mate had woken up and he got he was getting ready to go to work. I mean, so it was like it was like one, one thirty. Yeah, we got done. Totally worth it. We started at nine. Yeah, it was totally worth it. If you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, we did rec- we recorded an episode of sit down conversation with Wes from My Six Hundred Pound Life. The episode this week, um, such a really riveting, fantastic interview, and it was hilarious. He's hilarious. He's smart. He's insightful. It's heartwarming. It's inspiring. There's so many th- adjectives I could use to describe him in that interview, and you just have to listen to it for yourself. Please give it a listen. Um, also, if you enjoy it. You know, if you want to give us a nice five-star review, we'd appreciate that. Share with your friends. Um, get the word out. Um, and Wes was really inspiring, his episode um, that Definitely. aired. So it was a really good one. So we were very happy to have gotten in with him um, as quickly as we did um, and 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 get that conversation. Because I know I, I mean, you were literally crying. During, I did. You I, were did. Literally, I saw your tears. Um, which you can see on YouTube. <laughs> yes, you can see the video on YouTube. Which should be up, hopefully. <laughs> um, if I can figure out YouTube. Um, so, uh, so yeah, go check that out. Um, we also just finished recording an Unsolved Mysteries episode, the last one of the um season. So we're talking about what um we're going to cover next. Um, uh, in that same sort of genre. Um, so if you have ideas, we'd love to get your input on there. Um, if there's a show documentary, you know, just a constant series of documentaries, probably, you know, at this point is kind of what we're going to do, sort of jump around to different ones um, in this sort of genre. Um, and if you have requests, get those to us, too, because we can we absolutely will take requests Um if it's something we haven't watched already, we'll watch it. <laughs> and, Definitely. And we're always up for new things. Always, always. Um, I mean, yesterday I learned what a, a was it spit roast a man <laughs> is? I learned uh, so many things yesterday. Where, like, oh my God, yes. Um, and Hannah Kyle was like, yep, I already knew that. Yep, oh yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Well, you had to learn what rule 34 was yesterday. And I, yeah, I still didn't even look it up. I you didn't? <laughs> no. What's your favorite childhood like cartoon? Scooby, or... Scooby-Doo was probably my okay, favorite. Okay, so Google Scooby-Doo and rule 34. Okay, so it says safe search is off. <laughs> there's a reason it's warning you about that oh my <laughs> oh 
Okay, getting out of that real quick. <laughs> if I, I think, die I think, and my browser history comes up. Yeah, I think um, uh, Wes and Hanakawa yesterday told you to do it in incognito mode. <laughs> well, too late for that. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, anyway, all of those things are covered. That and more is covered in the episode with Wes. So um, if you want to learn what a spit roasting a man is or <laughs> our poor prudish reactions, and I never considered myself prude at all, is not a word I would use to describe myself, and I did not know that. So anyway, um, now we're going to do, we're moving from one fat show to the other fat show. It would normally be a fat Friday, but because we had Wes, we we split it differently. We're doing Thousand Pound Sisters. We're talking about Amy and Tammy here. Yay, Amy and Tammy. This won't season... be a super long episode either. No. Season four, so. episode five, greatest since sliced bread. So Amy drops a bombshell on us at the very beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. We see her chase engage around the yard. He's first of all, he's adorable. Mm-hmm. They're playing. Oh, yeah. Gage yeah. looking cute is is I think one of my oh no, Gage Falls is one of my bingo squares. Oh, not not Gage looking cute, but Ga- Gage falling because <laughs> he's yeah. he runs around and falls because he's what two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him and Kai would have a. You're familiar. Well, You're time. familiar. <laughs> yes, and Kaya was climbing through your doggy door. Oh yesterday. my god! You guys <laughs> we gotta play well, I mean, that video. <laughs> oh my god! Um, except that I noticed looking at because that's where we keep our trash can. Also, uh-huh. in front of that doggy door. I guess you know, in my family, when we go throw things away, we're not very accurate because there's like this spray of like grossness on that sliding glass door that you can that's next to the doggy door that you can see in the video so like eh, i have to Ah. add it or something i have to figure it out um but it was adorable she's taking stuffed animals and she's going through the doggy door and using them to try to get the dogs to teach the dogs to come through (laughs) the doggy (laughs) door because the dogs aren't always very smart and then of course charlie yeah Oh. Pooped on the carpet. Okay, that's the other <laughs> shit on the carpet. <laughs> My dog took the most massive dump ever I've ever seen him take it's on like the size of carpet. Head. But was... then my dog peed downstairs while I was recording. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you gonna do? It happens. It happens. It happens. I mean, it never happens in my house. Just other people's houses, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. I think. I think Charlie was just a little spazzed out and excited. Definitely. And so much was going on. He had yeah. friends and uh, there was a baby and there was all these dogs. And and, just and oh, he place. was on the carpet, everyone. And it was three inches away from the kitchen floor, which of would course, have been because very they, simple to clean up. Yeah. They can't do it on the hardwood, the the the, the, hard, the floor, not the hardwood, like fake hardwood, whatever the kitchen. Yeah. Um, they couldn't do it there, nope. but they did it on the. Yeah. Well, that's why I have a like industrial um, carpet shampooer. Mm-hmm, me too. because i used to once upon a time I, when i lived in like a small apartment i had like the little small spot one and i only had cats at the time and i thought oh a little spot one that's all i need no when you have dogs two dogs two cats and children yeah. like no you're game on you're, yeah you're running those carpet clean that carpet clean. you need the big one so i have i have a, a full-sized one that that i use so mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah so gage is running around the yard and then chris comes over and amy says he looks like their grandpa who died before she was born and i'm like (laughs) oh that's sad that's really sad you know 
no that's not that's not that's all not it. no like, it was just and then she's like just casually drops yeah she's like oh he drank antifreeze and passed away and i'm like okay well maybe it was not like i'm thinking maybe it was that's an accident weird, right? why that's... would you drink antifreeze yeah did I'm he like, try to commit suicide was what was he doing but then right. she says her uncle fed it to him so now i'm like what her and i'm trying to do the family calc you know family tree in my head i'm like wait uncle. who killed wait what right right and i'm then, like oh so his then, son killed him ah so then she said the story was featured in a book uh written by harry spiller titled murder in the heartland volume two we looked it up the story is there there are ways to find it online i also know that i mean it took a bit of searching to get I, yeah I other, posted, other than a link to the book like where you can purchase the book like getting a link to the story but then i know also starkhausen just posted an article about this oh, did they they located the book and stuff too so you can go to starkhausen and you can see it there too and then um, i found a, a newspaper article yes you did from the logansport pharaoh's tribune from 1989 and it's a little short blip it so i'm just gonna read it so you all mm -hmm. can in your heads know what's going on so shawnee town illinois uh, wait no sorry shawnee town a shawnee town man suspected of spiking his father's iced tea with anti-free antifreeze has been charged with three counts of murder gallatin county authorities said coroner tony cox said the suspect charles h ellis 30 was arrested tuesday night at his home he shared with his parents for the death last month of his father 61 year old charles charles t ellis Circuit clerk Betty Jo Rourke said Ellis appeared Wednesday afternoon before Judge Don Foster and was ordered held without bond pending another appearance at 10 a.m. Monday. Rourke said Ellis was being held in White County Jail at Carmi because Gallatin County does not have approved jail facilities. Cox said the elder Ellis became ill at his home the morning of November 6 after drinking some iced tea. Authorities said it was thought at first that Ellis had suffered a stroke. He was taken to Pierce Hospital in El Dorado. Cox said Ellis's condition became progressively worse and that he was transferred November 7th to St. Mary's Hospital in Evansville in Indiana, it looks like, where he died November 30th. Anywho, so... <laughs> so, Amy I just did. casually drops this. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I gotta do more research uh -huh. on this. This is crazy. And I found out also that at first, you know, the sunlight, of course, like, he didn't have anything to do with it but they actually took the iced tea container when it smelled foul and they found the antifreeze in the iced tea container picture so he uh took a lie detector test he failed it miserably and then i i don't know if he admitted to it or if they just arrested him i can't remember but he was dumb and uh murdered his grandfather so that was like sad but i don't want to say it was funny death is not funny but i was just like right. the way she it just was dropped like a it <laughs> yeah like the way she just like casually nonchalantly just dropped that information i did like... not have murder murder kill on my bingo square i did not have a murder murder kill bingo square <laughs> you didn't have drink antifreeze as the <laughs> no nope, drinking antifreeze was not listed yeah. i didn't didn't know didn't know it was gonna play such a role crazy um. <laughs> oh my gosh well then and it's you know it's hot outside amy's complaining about it being three thousand degrees because well you're pregnant Kentucky in the middle of the goddamn summer which i've been there <laughs> by the way i've been to fort knox i spent a summer at fort knox well six weeks or whatever the fuck it was i spent <laughs> in um at fort knox doing 
base the ROTC Army Basic Camp. Uh huh. Which my own kid is gonna have to do this summer. Aww. I know it's so funny because I'm like, I did it. I did it myself too. But you do it in the middle of summer and you're in like full fatigues and you got to do these like ruck marches out in the middle of like uh, the fields where there's no tree cover. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That sounds miserable. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was fun because you're doing like cool army shit. It's like a big recruiting tool because they're they're trying to recruit people. You know, you're not committed necessarily. We need Chris to do that instead of the little obstacle course his nephews created for him. Maybe he should go to to Fort Knox and do the... Where, where, where they send a bunch of college students that are <laughs> considering ROTC. Yeah, here. Well, that's cool. You get to do like rappelling and obstacle courses and all kinds. Oh, that of sounds shit. fun. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's physically de- fucking demanding. The best shape of my life when I was there. But I was also like, you know, that was like 30 years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like 25 years old when I was there. Oh, I hear you. So anyway. But we yes. digress. So <laughs> hot. It's fucking hot in Kentucky. <laughs> it's hot. Chris is worried about Amy because she's high risk. Uh, then we switch over. We see a- uh, Tammy in rehab. She says she's been in rehab for eight months. And now she can walk almost 200 steps, which I don't know what she was at before, but 200 is progress. I think one great. episode, she couldn't even walk like 10 steps to the mailbox. Yeah. And then we see her going up the stairs, which if you remember in last season, she freaked out when she couldn't walk up like three stairs to go to the vacation house the that they Airbnb, rented. Yeah. Yeah. So she had anxiety and panic over that. And now she walked up the stairs. So everybody yeah. in the rehab's like cheering her on. And yeah, that was nice to see. Yeah. She's like, I done did that. Yeah. It's nice seeing her like genuine, like understanding, like the feeling of accomplishment and, and um, vindication and stuff. What was the word that, that Wes used yesterday when he, when he, when he had lost that weight? He lost a lot of, he used a lot of big words. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he did a lot of, a lot of expensive words, but he, I I forgot. (laughs) We asked him, (laughs) we asked him what, um. That's an Asueluism from Asuelu and Kalani from 90 Day. Oh. Um, he always used that. That's a, yeah. That comes gotcha. Old school 90 Day. Yeah. Um, but no, he used a word about, I forget what, the feeling of accomplishment and vindication and stuff. She's, they're showing her, like, she's genuinely happy that she did it. It's, it's great seeing that. It's I nice mean, to see her smile and yeah. be happy. Yeah. I, it's really great to see proud of herself yeah and then we can see how proud of herself you know when she calls dr smith on facetime Mm -hmm. and he's like well what's your weight at and she's like it's under 550 at five which was her goal weight yeah right so she crushed her goal and he was like wow that's awesome and it left Mm -hmm. him speechless so that was nice to see him yeah because he's been with her for a while now through the ups and downs and well downs mainly because she hasn't lost weight for a while yeah. um and so then but he they, told her i'm oh, sorry go ahead i was gonna say but they didn't give up on her <laughs> exactly and i feel like dr smith has a lot more compassion than some other bariatric surgeons that we know um or at least bedside <laughs> manner. Let me put it that way. He has more bedside manner. His bedside manner is different than Dr. Now's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it that uh, way. <laughs> right. And then he says that she needs to meet with other doctors like pulmonology, hematology, and right. her therapist to make sure that she's good to go. But he is approving her right. for his part of the surgery. So that was a huge, huge part in the bingo square approved for surgery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, but then, of course, uh, she has to get the therapist approval. And so he's like, do you like your therapist? And she's like, this surprised yeah. me because she said yes. Yeah. No, and that she like, requested to take her private pri- or her therapy private. So they weren't filming it anymore, I guess, is what how I interpreted that, which is probably smart. Um, definitely, probably, you know, going to get more out of her when she doesn't have to be on camera for it as well. Um, well, there's like people like Wes that are open about talking about trauma and past yeah. things. She's and then not. Been. She's not. She hasn't no, been on camera. She doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> right. Which is fair enough. Neither would I, to be honest. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, some I people mean, are strong and or want to share and others don't. There's not. Yeah, it's harder. And so hopefully, hopefully they, I, they didn't like elaborate on it. This is just my speculation, but that's how I'm interpreting that when she said, something about taking it private i was like okay she's maybe because then she said she liked the therapist so i mean she's obviously talking to that because what we saw of it of their interactions it was like i i who would like that therapist you right know? um she was awful i hated her. i didn't like her but um obviously. i didn't hate her but i didn't think she was right for tammy i'll put it yeah. that way i don't i think she was probably good for certain people but yeah. Tammy's their personalities they just need, she needed to, something different but whatever yeah. I mean it, it whatever it is it worked out so mm-hmm. and like, maybe she changed therapists and she likes the new one who knows but in any case she said that she liked the therapist and that's all good so hopefully that means that she, you know therapist isn't gonna have an issue mm-hmm. signing off on it I mean we know she gets the surgery so obviously it it got approved at some point but seeing the journey of how it gets there which yeah will be interesting definitely um and then i was traumatized in this episode when i see that chris brought over a 10 pound gator to smoke <gasps> i was like what is this like i was getting i don't even eat meat and i was getting nauseous looking at that, that was thing. horrifying like i know i've had gator tail before i haven't eaten alligator back in the day but, but I i've never to. seen it the way like this was like an alligator like fresh out of the water and then skin yes and he's just carrying it around in a bag like oh right like it was nothing and Um, that's just foul to me it's like kill it's like roadkill but like redneck roadkill i can't i can't with it (laughs) one of my exes in college we went out to dinner and he ordered alligator bites it was like fried alligator bites but didn't tell me I went to the bathroom or something. I came back. He's like, oh, I got this chicken, like back when I ate meat. Oh, I got this like, you know, delicacy. Look at the, the whatever. And I was like, oh, I ate it. And then he told me after it's alligator. And yeah. it was chewy. It was like, yeah, from what I remember. Gator tail's like, kind of chewy. Yeah. And I almost threw up. I was like, you can't. That, why would you lie to me? Oh, my God. Why would you not tell me this? Well, that's I didn't horrifying. think you would try it. No, that's not cool. Yeah, no. that's horrifying. That's wrong. Don't do that, people. Yeah. Do not trick people. Food, alcohol, drinks, anything. That's literally what my nightmares are made of. My drinking dreams are literally about somebody forcing alcohol <gasps> into me. Yeah. Oh, really? Like tricking yeah. you or like or holding you down and forcing but, you? I don't know necessarily, but I know that I didn't in my dream. I like I I I think sometimes they've been held down. I don't know if the specifics of it have always been very clear. But it's always been a case of I did not choose to ingest that first drink. But so you're drinking against your will in one way. Yeah. Or another. But then like, what happens is once it's in my system, because of I'm an alcoholic, because I sort of have you know this sort of quote unquote allergy to alcohol. Once it's in my system, I want more. Ah. So that's the problem, right? Because it's like I I'm not a like a normal drinker like you. You can have one drink and stop. Mm-hmm. I can't. It doesn't work that way for me. I can't stop. I get this 
fun phenomenon craving i can't stop it um and so that's what like my nightmares are literally made out of <laughs> like I, I mean for somehow forced to drink it don't you know somebody gives me it's a seltzer but it's one of their like spiked seltzers because oh uh, those are sneaky you, though like sometimes you, know, you don't you look at it and you may not know exactly and then that happened to a friend of mine she she this was with the, like seltzers hard seltzers were like a brand new thing mm-hmm. and so she didn't know to necessarily look at it and she she'd been sober 15 years on she drinks this drink and all of a sudden she has this drink you know down her throat and you know she has to deal with her body's reaction and you know just like all it's 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 horrifying oh, i mean wow. it's really what my nightmares are made out of and huh. so wow so yeah so then i was like once you get the alcohol in me like then i'm like fuck it and i keep drinking yeah and then i start doing and then i then i wake up in a panic and i'm like oh it's just a dream no i'm still sober okay <laughs> yeah yeah wow. so guys don't do that <laughs> no yeah don't trick people no food or drinks um poor alligator yeah that was mm. and then i was traumatized again when i saw uh, the jj coco melon toy on the couch and it i was like ah panic what is that uh oh it's this show coco melon and all the moms that have kids under like eight will know about it i don't know how it's just the singing song with jj the doll and kaya's got jj toys everywhere and she sings his songs and um <laughs> the songs get in your head to the point where now when i go to brush her teeth she'll just start singing the teeth brushing song oh i'm like okay just you know just sing along with her uh, anyway these songs get in your head so i uh, trigger gator jj coco montoy moms will know um <laughs> but it's a good show i shouldn't hate on it it's it's just it's what it is um <laughs> kid shows right right <laughs> what are you gonna do i we had like the teletubbies <laughs> and shit like oh, well, that's God. some fucked up shit but it was good work it worked right. for the kids what are you gonna do right right right. my kid was raised on you know baby einstein and the wiggles like what are you, what are you gonna do hey, it could be worse you know mm-hmm. so be right back say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And we're- hey, fraudcasters, I'm here to talk about factor meals again. Yes, I love my factor meals. That's factormeals.com slash broadcast 50. Get started on your resolutions with factor. So you are ready for the new year. Factors ready to eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, the prep work, the cooking fatigue, all of that nonsense. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions for when I'm too busy to cook and frankly just don't want to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals. With their offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track. This is definitely going to come in handy for my New Year goals and they can help you too. 
Factor has everything I need for a week of flavorful, completely nutritious eats. In addition to the ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, which is what I love, veggie sides, and way more to keep me energized during this kind of a frantic time. Head to factormeals.com slash broadcast50 and use code broadcast50 to get 50% off. That's code broadcast50 at factormeals.com slash broadcast50 to get 50% off. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows. We're back. So then the next scene, we we see a group phone call between everyone. Tammy, her sisters, everyone. And Amy says that she, hope, uh, she hopes Tammy exceeds her ass and uh, that they go from thousand pound sisters to sexy sisters tammy's just telling everyone she was approved for surgery in the phone mm-hmm. call so that's where that yeah. came from which mm-hmm. i'm down for a spin our, our new show thousand pound sisters to sexy sisters <laughs> looking like angela from 90 day fiance getting uh-huh. her, <laughs> getting her <laughs> surgeries and uh all that stuff why'd you have to mention her i know i don't know it just came to me because i'm, I'm thinking sorry of- no Mm-mm. uh i know i know yeah uh i crossed the line um you did. So- <laughs> you did. Have to fire you did i say should i say darcy and stacy would that make it better <laughs> oh my god um or madonna i don't know no. anyways so <laughs> tammy threw okay so tammy says the life there were some obstacles and that uh, she was always big. And they show pictures of her when she was younger. Yeah. And she was literally, she was really big when at she like was young. three years old. Yeah. Yeah. She said at age two or three, her mom had to buy her adult clothes that would she would cut to fit her. And so that was really sad to hear that she had really been that big her whole life. Oh, then we're yeah. back to the gator at the church. Mm. Yeah. With a chicken in its mouth. Looks like, oh, yeah, because he, like, roasted a ch- did a chicken with it or something. It was just, no, it was horrifying. And so it looked like he was doing, like, this whole feed the church thing they were mm-hmm. doing. It looked like a, uh, like a potluck or something. Yeah, or something. So I saw, like, strawberry and banana kebabs, which actually that's a really good idea. I like those. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a way for fruit, you know, to, mm-hmm. so people don't have to be touching other stuff, you know. Um, and I was scanning that for that whole meal for um, the, the bingo square of 
made a healthy food choice and oh. nobody did. <laughs> they were eating the fried gator. Uh, is it, it would well it's fried it was or roasted though right whatever the fuck it is smoked amy yeah. was looking forward to this apparently it's the delicacy for these kentuckians so yeah to each his own i guess yeah you know um and then i felt like i related to amy on so many levels when they were sitting there talking about her surgery being the next day her c-section oh, yeah. and she hadn't gotten anything done i was like i know what that's like i do my best <laughs> work under pressure yeah fact, if you wait to the last minute to do it it will only take a minute to do yes that's the wisdom of the ADHD procrastinator's brain that we didn't share with Wes when he kept talking about it yesterday. Yes. <laughs> you ask all my classmates, they're like, how do you study the night before, like a week, you know, for months of material? And I'm like, because I do better under pressure. I don't know what to say. I wish it was any other way. I do way. well with deadlines and, and, you know, every work assignment I get, I always ask, you know. Mm-hmm. what's what's my timeline on this when is this expected when is, you know i need to know those timelines because and then i make up i backdate timelines it's like okay mm-hmm. well if you need it for this then blah, 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 and then i need to have this draft done by this date and and that means i need to start writing by this date and finish transcript review by this date so i'd backdate the whole thing so i have these dates in order to keep me on track yeah you know adhd hack i guess i don't know yeah well and then i figured too like okay so for amy it's her second c-section now she knows what to expect so maybe mm-hmm. it's not as scary she can throw the bag in the last moment whatever it's scary though because she's terrified yeah right because yeah. you know of all the the physical stuff you know concerns and you know going from one to two i've never done it so i don't i can't say what that feeling is but i have a lot of friends that have been through it and mm-hmm. it is kind of a mind fuck yeah yeah you know, and people don't realize it. like the recovery you and I do obviously and mom's <laughs> yeah. listening the recovery of a c-section is pretty brutal yeah in, in some ways major surgery it is yeah. it is and then you're and... expected to care for this baby and you can't even carry you can't yeah. even lift because you have this major abdominal surgery you're not allowed to lift <laughs> you yeah know? like how are you supposed to like get this baby in and out of bassinet god I know my awful. mom stayed with me after my c-section because I'm a single mom and mm-hmm. I needed help and I remember, you know, Kaya would be in the bassinet next to me crying and I would have to talk myself into getting up. I'd be like, okay, count of five. And I'd have to roll like, okay, like, yeah, grab the pillow on your belly. Yeah. And it was, it was rough. And so, yeah, my, um, um, baby daddy, he, he was still in Korea when I gave birth. So he wasn't even even at the birth of baby frauded. Who was with you? I was my mom and my dad were. And I was oh. at my mom's hospital, the hospital that my mom worked at. She worked in the ER there and the in the PACU. Mm-hmm. And so she was like handpicking my anesthesiologist and she had handpicked oh, awesome. my OBGYN. Well, it's it's awesome. But, you know, nurses have control issues. Mom nurses in their own environment. Oh, God, no. She was mm-hmm. she was going down the hall because they weren't changing my sheets in the way that she wanted. <laughs> she was going to do it herself. It was whatever. I didn't care. I was do, I was whatever I had, you know. I was busy with other things to talk yeah. too much about what my mother was doing to make, you know, the whole situation <laughs> better. But um, yeah, so so I didn't have anybody with me even in the hospital that first night. Like, I think my mom stayed with me a little bit, but then she couldn't stay. So like they took the baby to the nursery and then they would bring the nurse, bring him to me every time he woke up crying. Because uh. I couldn't have him in my room. Because I couldn't get up because of the surgery and I didn't have anybody there with me to be able to get the baby 
out of the ah, see where yeah. I delivered there weren't even there's not even a nursery they they put the babies in the room there yeah no they nursing. they have yeah the, nowadays most most of it yeah i think back then was like starting the transition to the because mm-hmm. i remember that being a thing are you gonna room in are you gonna not you know all the message boards where the moms talk to each other about stuff uh-huh. um th- all of that people were talking i think you know, that was when it was starting to come in but i i didn't have a choice i had this right. major abdominal surgery i physically could not get i still had a catheter and i still i physically could not get out of my bed to pick up the baby to put him on my boob to feed him yeah so they had to put him in the nursery and then they would just bring him to me every time he woke up and cried so Aww. and then they would come in and give me you know whatever my pain meds and all that yep. other stuff. And then, hey gotta do what you gotta do gotta do and at that point amy says she feels like a bad bad mom to missy and she wonders if she's going to be good enough and we see amy open up she's talking mm-hmm. about how she's scared to have a second child how she wants to make sure she's doing everything right. And she wants to be better than her mom. Yeah. And just, I think that sentence alone, somebody just saying that they want to do better than their. You're automatically, that shows that you're doing better. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You're already doing better because you're consciously thinking of every decision you're making or everything Mm -hmm. you're doing. And I think that, um, she showed some raw emotion, which kind of made me tear yeah. up. As a mom too. This has like, been a theme with her. I mean, they don't do it; they don't go to it often, but they have gone to it before, where she's talked about how she just wants to do better for her family and her life. And I remember it specifically with buying the house and how she she wants to do better than was done with her, you know, mm-hmm. and wanting to move up and buying this new house that they bought. You know, and um, having the big yard for Gage to run around, just already that's better than, you know, the way she was raised. And and it's just like showing that how she wants to break her cycles and just be better and how she's just continuing to do that work to make it better. It's like, oh, you know, it's refreshing. It is. It's nice to see. Yeah. Uh, then we see Amy and Michael driving to the hospital in the next scene. And she's talking about her sleep and how much she needs it. And, uh, you know, with one child is one thing, but now you have a toddler and a second child trying to sleep. Um, and I agree. I know what that's like. <laughs> Hard <laughs> enough with just the one. <laughs> right. And we see Krista going to Amanda's house now because it's the next morning. And they are waiting to hear the news on the delivery of Glenn. Uh, Chris says baby, that Amanda- ba- baby Glenn versus middle-aged man Glenn. <laughs> I still can't get over the name. You need to watch The Walking Dead. I won't. I barely just started watching The Last of Us, and and that's basically The Walking Dead. So I'm just Uh, not. I know. It's same but different. It's different. No, it's just not my Uh, genre. Sorry. uh, Then Chris has Amanda school in her old age, and they fought a lot when they were younger. Uh, Tammy says she could wish that, or Tammy wishes she could be there for the birth because in the past she had been there for all of her nephews and nieces her nieces and nephews yeah except for gage because COVID. right covid and- uh so then we see glenn he was born weighing in at five pounds 11 ounces and i think he does look a lot like amy from what i saw i, I feel like remember gage- forming an opinion okay because i remember when i saw gage i was like well that's michael's baby like that <laughs> looks like that is michael's mini me but then i saw Glenn and I was like, okay, I see it. I see, see Amy. I see Amy. We were talking about just how it's so funny at birth. Like immediately, people are like, "Oh, they look like so and so." They look, you know, they always yeah. think that, like how that's such, such an immediate thing for people to say. Yeah. 
And uh, so many people say they look like their dad when they're born and it's nature's way of a DNA test, even though there's no scientific evidence behind (laughs) that. But I'm like, oh, that is interesting. And then us <laughs> women carry around the baby for nine months and they come out looking like the dad. Looking like, like their dad. It's like, yeah. <laughs> my kid is like my dad's mini, his dad's mini me. Although when people see us together, they're like, oh my God, he looks so much like you. It's because he has like my same like nose and eyes and up like uh-huh. here. And, and it's a pretty distinctive eye color mm-hmm. um, versus, I mean, we have these really pretty green, hazel green eyes that are pretty. So he has the same eyes that I do. And stuff. So I guess that we look alike. But if you see him next to his dad or pictures, like, oh my God, they're like identical. There was no <laughs> DNA test needed. They look identical, especially when he was younger. Uh-huh. Then like now, like, you know, my kid's an adult now, right? And he'll do stuff and he'll gesture and do stuff. I'm like, oh my God, that's your father right there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'll like panic. Uh, what? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. What's even more fucked up is that my son's voice, when you hear him from another room, sounds exactly like my brother. Which oh, is really? the weirdest thing. So I'm like, it's the weirdest fucking mind fuck to hear him. <laughs> my child is an adult talking, but it sounds like my brother. And it's just it's just my weird family dynamics. That's funny. So <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, then we see Amy saying the doctor yelled when uh, I guess they were pulling Glenn out. He's peeing. He's peeing. Uh, Gotta start having babies because they always pee and fart on me, which is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, and boys pee. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you don't get peed on, you're not a boy mom. You know, (laughs) you learn how to mitigate it. Yeah. Um, You know, I always like laid the, the trick I learned early was like you. He's already in the diaper, the, the dirty one you're going to take off. And you, but you open the new diaper and you lay it down. You put him on top of it. So you're able to like pull the old diaper off and immediately fold the new one over his penis because the cold air hits the wee wee. And that's what makes him pee straight up in the air. So oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. See, as a girl mom, I, I never, had, never to had to worry about that. that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what they do. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Um, and Amy says that she wanted to be a mom since she was five mm-hmm. and she wanted two kids. So their family is complete. So that kind of answers our question when earlier, I know us mm-hmm. three, Hannah Kaba and you were, and I were talking about whether or not we thought she was going to try for a girl. Seems like she probably won't. Um, and <laughs> Tammy calls her and says the baby looks like her and Amy, or mm-hmm. I mean, looks like both of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, Tammy then uses the time to explain how she weighs 534 pounds and she was approved for surgery. But Amy was like, no, not today. It's about me and my son. <laughs> this ain't about you right now. This is about Glenn. <laughs> right. And she looked like she was heavily drugged. She looked very relaxed. And like, yeah, she was uh... like, bring on more pain meds. <laughs> right. Well, she, and that she was... fucking hurts, man. Right. It's and awful. every time you like try to laugh or cry or anything. Oh, you can't even I, cough without it hurting. That's what you that was the worst, the cough. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't, wasn't even sick. I don't know why I was coughing, but no. magically do. It was awful. Dry or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So then we just see a preview for next time. And this is where it gets really sad because we just spend a lot of time talking about what it's like to have a C-section in the hospital. And we know that Michael gets kicked out of the hospital for testing positive for COVID. Yes. And it's just her and Glenn. Yeah. So Amy had to deal with, like, basically my situation. You know, she didn't have anybody there. Um, 
mm-hmm. to help her. And that's just uh, the crash of emotions, all the things, you know, to not have yeah. anybody there with you. Yeah. So I don't sad. know. I mean, was anybody not? A, no one was able to replace him at the hospital, like instead of him. I don't know. I remember when my friends. I mean, I delivered during COVID. I delivered January first, twenty twenty one. So it was still pretty high in COVID, but it was just coming down to where you could have a visitor. Um, there was a point, I think, at the hospitals where they were so regulated. Like the person that was a visitor had to test going like two days before going to the hospital mm-hmm. and they couldn't leave the hospital. So like you couldn't even leave to go get a bag from your house or anything. Um, so I don't know what they were at in that sense, but you couldn't switch out. Even when I was delivering, oh, you, you couldn't could, switch out, okay. could not switch out. So whoever your person was, was your person. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So, but it's also hard. I mean, as someone who delivered without the father there, I mean, who was mm-hmm. my husband at the time, you know, that's, that's hard. That's, yeah. you know, it's really hard. You don't, you know, I mean, my parents were there were, were great, but they were also, you know, my parents, you know, yeah. <laughs> my mom was with me and she was a blessing, but um, I also wasn't able to produce breast milk. So I was trying to pump every 15 oh. minutes. Oh God. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I had all the lactation, you know, nurses oh, all of the stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm in pain. Thing. They're like, you can do it. I'm like, ah, which I try. I mean, I tried for three months to breastfeed, but oh, you not three thing. months. I'm sorry, three weeks. That's but after three weeks of no milk production, you're just it, like, at that point, you had it to, ain't happening. You had to make a choice. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Well, yeah. So. Birth stories, right? Birth <laughs> things, uh, things you can get, can't control, right? Um, <laughs> you know, did you have a birth plan? <laughs> a birth plan. That's what I tell <laughs> any pregnant person that asks me, like, what advice would you give me? Don't I always tell plan. them, don't have an expectation. Like, you can right. have a birth plan, whatever. Like, but... have an idea of what you want. Like, do you right. want pito- Like, would you, is pitocin okay? Is 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 pain meds okay? Like, what kind? Mm-hmm. Where's your limits? Like, those kinds of things right. you need to know. That yeah, of course. But don't ever expect things to go a mm-hmm. certain way. And if you can be as like as you know, be flexible. As flexible as possible. Like, did I want a C-section? Absolutely not. But I knew that, hey, there was a chance. And so I wasn't as disappointed, I guess, you know? (laughs) I actually, like, kind of wanted one. I mean, no, no, like, intellectually, I know that, like, it's better for my body to just go into natural labor and do all that. Mm -hmm. I get that. Um, But at the same time, I was like, oh, if I could just have a C-section, I could plan, you know, just like, I know when when he's coming and all that. You know, so I said that, right? But we all know, no, or you know, she's like, no. I mean, you're other, you're healthy. You've got all, you know. There's not, there's no reason to to, mm-hmm. to have need a C-section. I'm like, all right, it is what it is. Then I spent three days in labor, and what I found out was him sunny side up and face presentation, um, which means he yeah, was flipped the wrong way, and his face instead of his back of his head coming out the cooter, he was trying <laughs> to stick his face out. So um, when the doctor checked me, so I was on Pitocin and it was apparently too high of a dose, but for like a day and a half, nobody noticed. I don't know what was going on, but it was fucking ridiculous. And then the doctor was like checking me and she's like, she said something about face and I thought she meant e-faced because mm-hmm. they talk about that being, you know, your face. And um, what she said actually said was, no, I felt a face. She felt his little nose Aww. through my cervix. Yeah. 
Um, so she's like, oh, you just bought yourself your C-section. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> whatever, you know, at that point. But, um, so then he came out with this big ring around his face. Like that was because he kept trying, because he was trying to bump out the cervix. Yeah. Cervix, and it wouldn't open. Yeah. <laughs> so he just kept bumping against my pelvic bone. <laughs> I went my doctor called him a little boxer because he came out like I went in for an induction that failed and uh turned to a c-section but um my OBGYN broke my water and I had excess fluid already she knew that but it literally exploded all over her and she literally she ran out of the room covered in fluid and it had to deliver a baby she's like well and she's like squish 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 <laughs> oh my god what's happening oh, lordy 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 um anyway birth stories come share yours come yeah. join us on the facebook group and uh share your birth stories um we'd love to hear them everyone's you well you know <laughs> people like sharing their birth stories right because especially the crazy ones and so it has been eight million years since i gave birth so you know i'd love to see what's what's been going on so come on join us let's talk about your birth stories um if you have a you know an uncle that murdered your grandfather you know let's share those stories too <laughs> wild i my jaw dropped when i heard yeah that. we oh. will link what we can hand down below but also go check starcasm they've got um the whole story and an article on it um come join us on the facebook group that's linked down below um we have to approve you to come in just because it's a private group um but it, there's not like a questionnaire or anything just have to get approval and we'll go in and, and approve you um but come join the conversation join us on um instagram all of the socials are below come join us um check out our facebook page um no i said that already check out our <laughs> website <laughs> and um let us know what else you want us to cover have yeah. a great day. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day uh, when I leave the house and they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.